Brother Lewis, do you remember what you were doing five years ago today? Well, my wife reminded me, five years ago, you and I and Chris Brown went to Siberia. And we had a good trip. Uh, I enjoyed the time with both of them. I had to crack our heads every now and then, but we had a good time of fellowship, and the Lord blessed our time. And uh, it's an answer to prayer that he brought us back safely. And uh, we'll talk more about some of those things in a minute. Uh, Brother Sergey, of course, as Brother Lewis has already said, is not a stranger to most of you. Uh, we have fellowship together since back in 2007, and uh, he has become somewhat of a Russian-American, or American-Russian, somehow, which way it should go, but... Uh, he says he's a southern rebel. <clears throat> no, no, no redneck. <laughs> <laughs> Only rebel. <laughs> One of the unique experiences he and I had together, we were in Sumy, Ukraine. Now, Sumy, Ukraine, uh, is it was a beautiful little town. Uh, I don't know why it didn't get more tourist attraction, but it was close to the Russian border. In fact, my brother Sergei says uh, the war, the Russians have uh, done a lot of damage to the city. But Sergei and I were walking down the street looking for a place to get some supper. And um, I saw a sign hanging out. I said, what's that sign, Sergei? He said, steakhouse. I said, let's go in. Uh, so we went in, and uh, amazingly, and this is a little village in Ukraine. Uh, it's off the beaten path. But there was one big room there, big Dixie flag, big picture of John Wayne, and we just had a good time. <laughs> we felt at home uh, there. Steak, Brother Sir. Steak. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it. Steak. <laughs> Brother Sergey uh, has been here since, uh, when did you come over? April? When did you come? April, 29th of March. 29th of March. He's been working <laughs> some up in Missouri, and then he came and has been preaching among the churches here since about the 1st of uh, June. You were in Chicago? Uh, 11, 10, 10, 11. 10, 11. We just got back from a trip out to Texas, uh, and... One of the good things to tell you about, you don't know the man, uh, but it's an answer to prayer. Uh, Pastor Jimmy Hamrick, uh, Brother Hamrick, uh, has had a stroke. Uh, he also, by the way, he had, he's traveled with me to India with two, with a, uh, well, he was on crutches. He had get recovering from a broken leg. When he went, when we went to India together, that's been a few years ago. But uh, uh, Brother Hamrick is pastor of a Hopewell Primitive Baptist Church in Winsboro, uh, Texas, which is north of Tyler, by about sixty miles. Uh, he is a Annapolis graduate, uh, 
things that you learn about these men and you get to know them. He played first string, full first string on a Navy football team for four straight years. Uh, he comes from a family of uh, godly people, but he his testimony was that he lived like the devil until God arrested him. Uh, but he was in church Sunday. First time in church for several weeks. Uh, he was on a, in a wheelchair. And uh, for those of you who were, know Brother Hamrick, that was a very special uh, occasion there. Uh, but <clears throat> Brother Sergey will be leaving then, uh, the 5th of July, flying, going back home, hopefully. Uh, he's got to fly through Turkey. I'm telling you these things so that can kind of save him some preaching time. I'm taking my time, Sergey. You owe me. Uh, <clears throat> and he uh, he'll be in Turkey, uh, layover there, 32 hour layover, in uh, uh, what town? Istanbul. Istanbul. Yeah, Constantinople. Uh, that's the old name for it. Uh, but anyway, he's going to be 32 hour hours there among the Turks. I hope he comes out alive. Uh, but anyway, pray for him. And then he has to get back to, to Russia. Uh, and then he goes on back to Eastern Siberia to be there with the, with the preacher's conference. Uh, they'll be having there in July. Uh, so he's still got quite a bit of traveling in front of him. And trust that you'll pray for him that God will give him a safe journey back home and that the Lord will watch over his family. Uh, they're not near the war area. Uh, they went to be with his grandparents out in the country uh, in western Siberia, but they still need the Lord's protection and guardship over. Brother Sergey, you bring the message God's given to you. This is my notes. Brother Ray, when uh, see my notes, he say, he said, "Oh, this is a long time, big sermon, and not, not really big." In Russia, we have joke: one church invite to another preachers for preaching his church, and before uh, service, preacher asks to church, eh, "How long time I can preaching?" You can if you want. I can preaching forty minutes. Yes, I can preaching one hour. Yes, you can preaching one hour. I can preach in two hours, yes. I can preach in three hours, yes, if you want. But don't forget, after when you leave, don't forget uh, light off. <laughs> I, 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 I will short. <laughs> Sometimes Baptist preachers like like preaching. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I want reading Psalms uh, 65, first to four. First verse to four. Sorry for my English. I'm learning. Psalm 65, one to four. Praise waited for thee, O God in Zion. And Unto thee shall the vow be performed. O 
thou that hearst prayer unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me as for all transgressions thou shalt purge them away. Blessed is the man whom thou chosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy court. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Praise waited for thee, O God in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. performed. This psalms is a psalms of pray, psalms of praise to God. In Russian Bibles uh, says, praise belong to God, praise belong to God. When we go to church, we ready for worship to God. Don't don't matter where, where we worship. Don't matter place of worship. Very important worship to God. When Jesus uh, say to Samaritan woman of Samaria, uh, he said, "We need worship to God. Worship in spirit, in truth." God like when his people worship to him. But very important, worship in spirit, in truth. What is the worship in spirit? Who can worship in spirit? Only born again people can worship in spirit to God. Uh, Gospel of John, chapter 3. No, chapter 3. <laughs> Only born again people can worship to God in spirit. Jesus says, uh, chap- Gospel of John chapter 3, 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And generation people, and gener- and generation people, he can't worship to God in spirit. Worship in spirit is not only emotions. Worship in spirit is it's worship from our heart. Worship in spirit is a praise from our heart. Praise to God from our heart. The word praise occurs 132 times in the book of Psalms. God is to be praised. Praised. Psalm 30. Four, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And Revelations book, chapter 4, chapter, chapter 5, showed to us uh, great worship. Great worship. When all God's people will worship to God. We, we can see... Uh, Jazz band, we can see orchestra, 
in Revelation's book, but we can see people who worship to God. Revelation 4.11 Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure the, the, they are and were created. Unto Thee shall the bow be performed. Whoso offered praise glorified me. Psalms 50.23 and Hebrew 13.15 By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice, sacrifice of praise to God continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Psalm 65, verse 2. O thou hast harassed pray unto the shall all flesh come. God uh, hears the praise of his saints. We should praise the Lord because he hears our praise. It's a great privilege, privilege to pray to God. And we know God hear our praise, our prayer, pray, prayer. When we begin to pray, we need to remember, God like hear pray of his people. This is very important. And God give answer. If we pray to God, God give to us answer of prayer. Matthew 7, 11. If ye then be, being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Jesus says, God won't give gift good for his people. But uh, sometimes our understanding what is good and God good it's different. Example my 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 older son she, uh, he five will be six he come to me and says father I'm hungry I want to eat I give to him oatmeal but he likes chocolate and candies. He likes chocolate and candies. And when he asks me about it, he want he ready eat chocolate. But I know this is not good for him. Not, not good for his uh, health. Heal? Yeah, and I give to him oatmeal. Say, same in our, our life. We pray to God. We, we Sometimes we say, hey God, give me this, 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 this. And sometimes God say, no, I want gift good for you. All answer from God, good for us. Romans 8, 28. All answer, all gift from God, good for us. Sometimes we, don't, we, we can't understand, we don't understand all things, but we need trust to God. God gives to us only good.
Psalms 65.3. Iniquities prevail against me as for our trans transgressions. Thou shalt purge them away. In this verse, David talks about our sins. He says, first, our sins prevail against me. When the child of God makes sin, he's not happy. He said he 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 lose joy when when God's people make sin in his life in, in life he lost lost joy lost lose peace from heart and we 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 wicked person but we need to remember God give to us righteousness of Christ. He gives to us righteousness of Jesus Christ. My righteousness, no good. Your righteousness, no good too. Or righteousness, very dirty. Dirty clothes, but righteousness, righteousness of Christ, it's a good righteousness. It's the best of the best righteousness. If we, if we read in Bible, we can, we can see God, word of God, Show to us wicked people, wicked men. Romans 3, 10, 12. As it is written, there is none righteousness. No, not one. There is none that understand it. There is none that seek it after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. Unprofitable. There is none that doubt good, no, no, not one. And Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short, short of the glory of God. All sin pre prevail against us. All all people are born sinners. All people spiritually, spiritually die. We, we, are, we are all spiritually deprived. Total deprived. As for all trans, trans, transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. The word purge is the Hebrew word kalfar which means to cover, to cleanse away. Only blood of, blood of Jesus Christ wash away all our sins. God cleans, cleans from the dirty of sin, of sin. Psalms 65.4 Blessed is the man, though Thou chose it and caused it to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of the house, thy, the house, even of thy holy temple. God's elect people, God's elect people are blessed. 
because he chose us before foundations, before, before foundations of the world. Very blessed by his mercy, very blessed by his, his grace. He saved us from sin and gave us eternal life. Man will not chose to God because God is holy and man is wicked. We don't want worship to God. We don't before a generation. We don't want obedience to God before generations. But one day, God save, save, save us. He gives to us new heart, new spirit, and we can worship to God. We want worship to God. We want obedience to word of God. But nature, nature, nature man cannot worship to God. He can, he cannot love to God. He, he like only sin. Jeremiah uh, 13, 23. Can the, can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? Then may ye also do good that are accustomed, accustomed to the evil. And Romans 3.11, there is none that understand, there is none that seek it after God. It's a, God showed to us it's a, or, or nature, human nature. But God chose us and give to us Holy Spirit, Give to us new heart. John 15, 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you, that ye should, should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. God saved, God saved us for, because he wanted glorified his name. Or, or, or salvations. It's a glorified name, glorified guy, God. Or salvations, it's a show to us how great our God, how he, how he's merciful and, and all. He causes us to come to him by his Holy Spirit, John 6.44 No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will rise him up at the last days. We, sh we, sh we shall be satisfied with the goodness of, the, of they, thy house, even of thy holy temple. Satisfied. It's a good word. Satisfied. When I'm finished supper, I'm satisfied. I don't want more hamburger. Don't want more apple pie. I'm satisfied. When we worship to God, we satisfied. We have peace from God in our heart. We have comfort from God because we 
worship to God. God's people satisfied when he worshiped to God. God's, God's people are satisfied with the goodness of God's, God's house. Because by his Holy Spirit, we worship our Savior, Jesus Christ. Because we hear his word taught, because we fellowship with the saints of God, because we are encouraged to live godly life. All Psalms, it's a, all Psalms give comfort to us. Sometimes people don't like reading Old Testament. He likes reading New Testament. Old Testament, it's a very hard, but God from New Testament, it's very, very lovely. Yeah. One time, one lady told me, Hey, Sergey, I don't read in Old Testament because in Old Testament, God is angry. I like reading New Testament because in New Testament, God is lovely. I say, no, this is the same God. Old Testament and New Testament spoke to us about the same God. Old Testament showed to us holy of God. New Testament showed to us love to God. Love, love, love of God. Love of God for God's people. For chosen people. And we need reading the Bible. We need reading, reading books of Psalms. Because Psalm, book of Psalms, many, very, very lot speak to us about attributes of God. About attributes. Thank you. God bless you. That boy. I'm just sitting here thinking about how much I appreciate you people. We, especially the older ones, we have a long relationship together. Brother David is a Yankee, but I am somewhat also Brother David. I'm from West Virginia. That's almost up there. But you people here uh, have accepted or you've opened your arms to my wife and I. Uh, and particularly in very difficult days and back in years ago, you younger folks don't remember some of those things. I remember I stood before you one time and preached with an external frame on my arm. Our church in Aberdeen was set in order from y'all, which you appreciated very much. And you stood with us and you helped us. Some of you helped us get into our house, which we still live in. By the way, Sister Patsy, where you at? She's not here right now. I was going to tell her some of the paper is starting to come off the wall. She needs to come back up. <laughs> but you are dear folks to us. And I really certainly appreciate Ripley Primitive Baptist Church. I had some scriptures that I was going to speak to you about, but the last part of the verse that 
Brother Sergei read there, satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Uh, all of you probably have traveled from time to time. Uh, Ruth and I just got back from a trip out to Texas. Good friends, good fellowship, and everything. Uh, I've traveled other times in places where uh, the provisions were not as good. Uh, and then there's been times when I've been blessed to sit at the best of tables and sleep in the best of beds, as it were. But you all know there's no place like home. No matter where you go, what you see, how much you enjoy it, every time we travel and go anywhere, I turn down the corner on Mayhew Street, Mayhew Middling Drive in Aberdeen, and I look to see our house the first thing. We always pray that God would take care of our building. We call it the Lord's house because he provided for us in a very miraculous way. But we always prayed, ask God to take care of our house, and it has. In many miraculous ways, our house has been protected by the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> there's no bed that sleeps as good as our bed. And my wife, as I've told everyone, is the best cook in the world. And I've had a lot of good meals, a lot of good cooks, but she's the best. Uh, and it's always good to get home, be home. No place like home. Same thing is true with worship. I appreciate what Brother David was talking about, about prayer made from this house. The whole context of that 7th chapter Corinthians, uh, First Chronicles, 2nd Chronicles, the whole context is fellowship, being in right relationship to the house of God. You could even be for all. Muslims are very strict about this. You could be for all from the temple, but you pray literally facing toward the temple. Zach Guess and I almost had a very <clears throat> bad situation to happen to us in India. One time, we were uh, rubbernecking in a uh, store that we couldn't afford to buy anything, but we were just waiting, killing some time, and we were walking around, and I was looking around, and Zach hollered at me, and I stopped, and right at my feet was a Muslim man down on his knees, and if I'd have taken another step, I'd have kicked him right in the rear, right in the rear end. And I'm glad that didn't happen. It had been kind of, you know, bad situation. Uh, but they're very strict, very devout about that, praying towards Mecca. We don't have to pray toward any particular location. But as God's people, we are required and expected to walk and live in fellowship with that assembly that God has joined us to. And that assembly it should be the assembly that you're there by the Spirit of God and where you are satisfied. I've gone into many assemblies, visited many assemblies and other places, and, you know, you felt like, well, I'll be glad when we get out of here. My wife and 
and I were in Australia in the so-called church service, and uh, very obvious it was not a church service, and it was, of course, a very liberal church that we were happened to be there that evening. Uh, we were glad when we got out. Satisfied with the goodness. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. You are blessed to have good Christian friends in this assembly. You're blessed to have a good pastor. Uh, you're blessed to have good music. You, Yes, you're blessed to have a comfortable building, but that's not the most important thing. Most important thing, as Brother Sergey, I thought he was going to the fourth chapter of John, uh, God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. That's the most important thing about worship, is to have the spirit of God and the truth of God being there. And you're blessed with that here. And such is every true New Testament church. And it's a good place to be. I'd rather be in the house of God and worship him than to be any place else in the world. There's no ball game. There's no activity that takes priority over that. And it's more important to that than that to a child of God. Oh, I know we sometimes let things slide in and get in the way. And we sometimes, you know, get an ox in the ditch. But it probably was got there because we left the barn door open on Saturday night and let it out, you know. But the house of God, you read in the Old Testament, you'll learn how much God emphasis he puts on the house of God. Now, today, it's not so much the physical building. It is a spiritual assembly. It has to have some physical aspect, but it is a spiritual assembly. But nonetheless, it's the same thing. It's where he put his name. That's where he said he would meet with you there. Exodus, the very first time God ever promised to meet with anybody was at the house of God. Now he will meet with you wherever you may be as a child of God. But collectively and cooperative, we meet together to worship God together. And when we are blessed to do that, there's no place on earth any better than that. I've been in some very spiritual assemblies and churches with just a few people, very few people. Sometimes with people that I didn't even know their language. I had to have an interpreter tell me what they were saying and meet, then tell them what I was saying. But we had a spiritual meeting because it was to worship the Lord. The goodness of God's house. What are those goodnesses? It is the first of all, the spirit of God is there to meet where God's spirit is and you sense it and you feel it. It's not so much an emotional thing. All oh, the world is trying to produce an artificial, emotional, spiritual thing. And, and they're doing it and they're raking, getting, gathering people in and it's all pseudo-religion, false emotionalism. You can go get the same thing down at the local bar. It's got the same band kind of music and everything. I turn on the radio sometimes, it's supposed to be Christian music, and I don't know if I got a Christian station or if I got some honky-tonk downtown. The music sounds the same, same beat and everything. I like good music. 
you're blessed to have good music here. Good music is not so much because of its tone, it's because of its theology. Let me say that again. Good music is not so much about the tone, it's about its theology. Amazing Grace, sung off-key, is a lot better than the Hallelujah Chorus with an orchestra if it's coming from the heart of one of God's children. I've heard the Hallelujah Chorus, the Messiah, sung by Salt Lake City Chorale or orchestra. Oh, it sounds great and wonderful. But I'd rather hear God's people singing. Amazing grace. The goodness of God's house. Not only the goodness of the music, biblical music, but the goodness of Biblical preaching. Biblical preaching that gives you something to hang on to, to strengthen you, to encourage you, to guide you. Oh, man, what a crazy world we're living in. What a deceived world we're living in. Where else can you get guidance and help except at the house of God? 73rd Psalm, I believe it is. The writer says, my feet almost slipped. And I, when I became envious of the wicked, of the, of the wickedest, of the prosperity of the wickedest, and he said in that psalm, he says, I, I was, I became like a, a beast until I went up to the house of God. And then I understood their sudden end. The world distorts everything. And you go through a world, young people, you go through a world and you, all the media and everything that's going on, it, it, it's, it is proverbial distortion. From the music to the message, everything. Where can you get yourself back in tune with reality? Most important, where do you get in tune with God? Well, you can do it in your home, yes. In your closet, yes. But here is the designated place collectively where we get our hearts in tune to the Lord. It's good. It's good to be in the house of God. It, even on Wednesday night, it's good to be in the house of God. Not only good preaching and good music, but good fellowship. And that's not just about the table, eating cake and so forth, fried chicken. Fellowship is that which encourages you. I've likened church service to football huddle. I played football in high school. I was the smallest man on the team. And uh, every time we ran the ball, all 22 guys or all 21 guys ran over top of me for some reason or another and because I was the smallest guy. And it seemed like I'd be laying down on the ground and some one of our big guys would come by pick me up, drag me back to the huddle. Way to go to Hatfield. Let's go again. All right, let's go again. <laughs> and sometimes that's the way you feel about the world, you know, in the world. The world just runs over you. Everything's per perverted. And everything you hear is crazy, weird. Where do you get yourself encouraged at? Proper Hebrews 10 says, forsake not the seven yourselves together. And in that context, it's talking about encouraging one another. You won't get encouraged any place like you will at the house of God. I, I, I urge people, 
keep the TV off, turn the news off because you know it's wrong. They're going to lie to you. And what they're telling you is not really that important. Most important thing is your spirituality with the Lord. Read the word of God. Whatever time you spend listening to the junk on the TV, most important of you to read the word of God. It would build you up spiritually and fortify you for what you're going to face after. Blessed is the man whom the Lord chooses and causes to approach unto him that he may dwell in the courts of the Lord. He shall be satisfied. Church service is a foretaste of heaven divine. And if you aren't satisfied with church, you wouldn't be satisfied with heaven. But I'm satisfied and happy with church because I know what it is. It's just a foretaste of heaven. We'll be singing, praying, and fellowshipping together for all eternity. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having Brother Sergey here. Love you. God bless you. Brother